Uh, I was just telling you about my wife, Danielle, who's done 36 physical marathons and is about to run Tokyo in March, where she will complete the Abbott Award for the six major marathons. But uh, it's not about Danielle today. It's about you. I do know this story about your husband, Paul. Uh, God rest his soul, who was killed back in November of 2016. Him and uh, Emmanuel Quo responded, of course, to a 911 call in the Bronx. The suspect had fled the scene before police arrived when Tuizolo and Quo located the suspect. He opened fire. Oh, man, this story kills me. I, I remember covering it that day. <clears throat> uh, he uh, he uh, killed Tuizolo and severely injured Sergeant Quo. Tuizolo was a 19-year veteran of the NYPD. I never, ever forgot what Bill de Blasio did after this, by the way. That's a whole other story. I'm sorry, Lisa. His beautiful wife, Lisa, and she is beautiful. Their two young sons, Orson and Joseph, he left behind. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation paid off the family's mortgage in 2018. Lisa just ran the New York City Marathon, her first in 2019, in her husband's memory. She did it again last year. Way to go, Lisa. She has spoken at events all over New York. I missed her at the uh, big gala with Weta uh, two weeks ago because your boys were playing hockey in Pittsburgh and in Buffalo. I'm a big Ranger fan, too, so I love hockey. You're a hockey family. It is great to see you. Thank you for coming in this morning. Thank you for having me. I didn't me. know that was your husband. This, this, Listen, there's a lot of b- uh, bad stories in New York, and cops mm-hmm. specifically, who I just went to both Rivera and Moya's funerals, mm-hmm. both of them, not that long ago. But your husband, that story specifically, was a horror. And um, I, I, I got it. I don't know, Lisa, how folks like you are able to get through it, but then I kind of do. Because you have two boys who love you and they need you. And at the end of the day, I have to think that that is the saving grace, even with your husband gone. Yeah, of course. I mean, they're the ones that give me strength. They're the ones that keep me going. And they're the ones that get me out of bed each and every morning because I can't lay in bed and just be a lump. I have to get up and get them ready for school and have to teach them how to live their lives and get through their days. One last quick question, and we're just going to jump in here, too. You were uh, doing what on that day, November the 4th? I hate to bring back that day. Trust me, I do. But sometimes to really drive it home for folks and, and, and uh, get done what we want to get done here today, we have to do that. On that morning, November 4th, 2016, where were you? What were you doing when you got this call? Or Well, I was a regular person. I was an assistant principal at a school district, a prominent school district on the south shore of Long Island, and I was working that day. Um, My children were three and four years old, and I had picked them up from their child care, and we were heading back towards our home. I was getting them ready for sports and got a phone call from a friend saying he's been injured and we have to get to you to the hospital and don't go on the radio and don't go on your social media. Just keep it all off and get to the house and we're going to get you to the hospital. And by the time I got home to meet her at the house, there were already uh, local law enforcement agents that were at my home. And I knew at that point that this was serious and something was really, really wrong. Wow. You know, Lisa, I, I talked with you earlier and I remember when I was cheering you on. How funny. I remember I was at the New York City Marathon um, I told you my dad used to run marathons all the time, so I was there, and I remember seeing you come by in the sea of blue around you, and I, oh, I was just cheering. It was 2019. It was one of the most amazing sights, and one of the things I think about, Lisa, and I look at your beautiful smile here, on your leg of, of your uh, pants, it said, never alone, never forgotten. 
Sure. Um, talk about what Tunnel to Towers has done for you, because as folks are listening, we want to hit it out of the park um, and help so many other families because you haven't been alone because of them. And that's true. You know, the prominent reason why I can survive and thrive, most importantly, um, is by being with um, the people that have been through the same situation that I am, just like those that uh, Tunnel to Towers have also assisted. And it is because of their uh, generosity and guidance and um, support that I'm able to take a break from my role as education, as an educator, and, and working with 2,000 students to really focus on my two and allow them to grow up and to have the life that they deserve to have uh, without their dad. And so having the support of Tunnel to Towers and pr them providing me with financial assistance for my mortgage to provide me with you know, a home that I can live in and care for and have my two boys just love and play and enjoy is more than I can ever um, express in gratitude both to the organization itself as well as all of the supporters. Because without that, my world would be completely different. And mm -hmm. I would not be able to thrive right. in that really terrible day, that right. day yes. that, yeah. you know, I was yeah. dealt a really poor hand at cards, let's say. Yes. But I'm going to teach my children as a result of the good, the doing good that Tunnel yeah. to Towers does. I'm going to teach, teach my children that no matter what kind of hand in life we're dealt, we still keep playing. We still keep rolling. We, we don't give in. We don't fold the cards. We don't give up. We keep on going. And how old are Austin and Joseph right now? I know there were four and three when this happened. Yes. They are now 10 and 9 years old, oh, respectively. Yes. I've set 2016. Wow. I, um, wow, uh, that is a, a, a really inspiring uh, speech you just gave to the listeners out there, which is going to help us reach our goal, which I can't believe I'll get to that momentarily. By the way, she speaks right all now. over the country, too, yes. right? You speak. Yes. You are so eloquent. Yeah. I mean, I sit there and I say, what, what courage. Yeah, but I, you know, I do want to ask you, I had a young girl in here named Genesis uh, early in the 6 o'clock hour. You know Genesis. Sure. And, her mother was ambushed and murdered, and um, only because she was a cop, that's it. There was no other reason. This person didn't know her. There was no history between these two people. She was a cop, and she's dead. Same thing with Moyen Rivera. They were called to the apartment in Harlem a couple of months ago. Guy was waiting. He mows him down. Same thing with your husband. This guy, I think, came from Baltimore, if I remember correctly. No? Where was he from? Brentwood. Brentwood, that's right. So all these people that are dying because basically they're cops— do you feel like, I don't turn this too political, but do you feel like the city is doing a good enough job? And, and listen, if you don't, you got to say it. This is the place to say it. I become friendly with Mayor Eric Adams because I need him to fix stuff like this. He's not doing a very good job right now. The governor is even worse. So if you feel like your husband was disrespected and it's not getting any better, and clearly he was, he was murdered, you have to say that right here, right now. Or what can we do more of? What can right. we do better of? Well, I think our justice system and our legal system is really what really needs to be a debate at hand because uh, the perpetrator that killed my husband was arrested on numerous occasions that I need more than two hands to count um, and has been released on multiple occasions. And so if it wasn't for our legal system and the release of the criminals. Cashless bail, stuff like that. Uh, everything right. yeah. related yeah. to that, yes. Yeah. So if it wasn't for that, then my situation or the familia family situation or Ramos and Lou or Fagoski, whose anniversary was just this past 
um, Monday, all of these officers and the loss of them and the heartache that we've all experienced as family members and family survivors would have been preventable. Right, right. So do you get angry enough when you think about leaving this city or you seem like a real uh, good New Yorker, like we need you here, but you ever get to the point where I'm out of here, but I'm going to Florida? Nope. Never. Hard no. Uh, Hard no. Hard no. I'm not going anywhere. I would rather fight and do good and make a difference rather than Uh abandon and disappear. Wow, your husband is smiling down on you from above. Talk about great courage. You know, I was also learning a lot about your husband and and seeing you. I feel like I know him. Paul loved Harleys. He was a a fisherman. Um, Just an amazing man. Building things, building cars. He would show up at my house with a car with no engine in it. And then in a few weeks, he would then arrive or... Not arrived, but in a few weeks, the car would disappear because there was an engine in it. It oh was rebuilt, and he was selling it and moving oh, on to the next project. He's making me look terrible. Yeah, I need right My gosh, I, I, I can't change the light bulb. Like, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, trust me. Trust oh me. I'm God. like, Sid, you want me to change the light bulb? All right, come on. I can't even do that. I'm being honest. So talk about the program that uh, you guys are in right now with Frank Siller and Tunnel to Towers and what you've received. So I am part of the mortgage program that has allowed the payoff of my mortgage of my home in order to, um, you know, allow me to live. It it is with the generosity of Frank and the Tunnel to Towers Foundation that we really have the opportunity to, like I said before, survive and thrive more. Lisa, that's a big deal. I mean, I know I don't know where you live, but my mortgage payment every month, I got to tell you, I I, I get anxiety attacks and I get, I start, and I got a pretty good deal. Well, and also with interest rates right now, interest rates are going through the roof. It's like a crazy time. Yeah. And to not have that burden too, just psychologically with two young kids too. What did, what did that just mean to you personally? How emotional were you? I get emotional whenever I see Frank and his team giving that away. What did that mean to you personally? Here's a perfect example. We talked earlier about being a hockey family, like diehard hockey family. And my kids, it really, they are New Yorkers and they will support our Rangers and and our Islanders. No, no, you can't support both sides. But we do, we do, because we want to, the the boys want to hit every arena in the country and see a game in every arena. Oh, really? But, oh, yeah. And and just the mere fact of financial expenses for being on a travel hockey team, no less two travel it's hockey teams. It's a lot of teams, money. It's a lot, a lot of, of money. money. No doubt. My children would not be able to enjoy the life that they have and participate in the sports so, that they so do. So are you going to do this? Are you going to go to every hockey arena? Because I got a cousin, Stephen. <laughs> he went to every baseball stadium across America. He loved it. He, they got yeah. him, he got himself a Winnebago. They traveled. They made a whole summer out of it. Well, are you going to do that? In time. Yeah. Like, Don't, let's not rush it. I was going to say, New her Jersey? kids are listening. Don't yeah, yeah. do that. You're gonna, they're going to say, Mom, come on. That's exciting, though. It, Stay away from Newark, though. Trust me. <laughs> look, if it brings some joy and happiness, then, no, it's, then it's done That's in my great. book. Yeah. Are, they, are they really good players, your sons? Are they? Is this something that could be a scholarship down the road or professional? Why not just say yes? Okay. Have the confidence in my kids? <laughs> I really have no idea. Oh, I love this. I have no idea, but I'm going to go with it and say, of course, they're going to be NHL professionals. Oh, oh my. What do you tell them about their hero dad? Oh, we talk all the time. We watch videos. We look at photos. Um, and we just talk about what a hero he was. You know, the day that I had to tell my children that daddy was not coming home, um, they were only three and four, so they were into the Marvel, the DC yeah. comics, the superheroes. Right. So I related it to that, and I said, you know, 
Daddy is like one of those superheroes. Which one? Well, really all of them, because when he would come home, he would tell stories about how he caught all the bad guys. The boys would ask him, Daddy, how many bad guys did you catch today? And he said, well, today I smashed on the ground and I flipped over a garbage truck and they like 50 bad guys just came pouring out of a garbage can. So I guess some days he was Hulk and other days he had to climb the building to catch them and use his webs for Spider-Man or the Blasters, whatever it took, whatever it took. Did you ever uh, get angry with him or maybe that's the wrong word now, he's passed away, but the fact that he was a cop. Mm-hmm. Did you ever get, not angry, were you anxious, nervous about him going to work? Did we ever have a discussion, Ooh. I'd really rather you do something else? No, because this is what he wanted to do. This was his and passion. And that was it for you. And that was it for me. Okay. We, I just let him do his thing. I will also add, like most of our finest in blue, they don't come home and they don't tell their loved ones the stories of the things that they are exposed to. Mm-hmm. And they, over the course of their travels from their command back home, kind of smush all of their feelings <laughs> into a little box yep. and leave the box in the car. So when they walk into the door, when they get home... They are not thinking about anything that they've just experienced when they were at work. And that box will become unpacked as they drive back to work the next day. But they leave it all tucked away and they don't bring it home. So I never really thought that Paul was truly in that much danger or being exposed to the danger that he was. Because he was protecting you guys. You know, he was. Um, we have a few minutes left. I want to have you talk to so many of our great listeners here on WABC. Mm-hmm. They are the patriotic Best audience ever, as as we all know, as Sid and I know, and, and Leslie and everybody knows here. What do you want to say to them about this incredible organization? We're trying to reach our goal. Um, and we also have the great Anthony Buffalano, who from South Point Capital is going to match it. Um, what do you want to say to folks who are listening about how important it is to support our great American heroes like your husband? Well, the slogan and the saying is always never forget or never forgotten. But if we don't have the communication and the outreach and remind people about the sacrifices that so many of our Gold Star and law enforcement families, as well as our fire uh, responders, have experienced, then how do we support that never forget? Lisa Tozolo, just an incredible conversation. You're uh, you're really amazing. You yes, are. And, you uh, are. We, uh, we are both very sorry about Paul, but you have two very lucky little boys that you're their mom. And uh, I look forward to the day when I go to Madison Square Garden and the Rangers play the Devils and Austin Ooh. scores a goal for the Rangers. How about that? Oh, my God. Now you've set a high goal for him. I know. That's okay. I know. I know. Joseph can score for the Islanders, too. It's, exactly. uh, it's great to meet you. Thank you. You as and well. And Merry Christmas mm. and Happy New Year. Thank what you. an honor Same to have you here. You. And, Beautiful and your girl listeners too. as well. Thank what you. a great smile. That's, yeah. that's a Christmas smile right there. Wow. Yeah, I think the whole audience is about to smile. I actually shed a tear about uh, 10 minutes ago during the conversation, not only because of what Lisa was talking about. If you've had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read all of their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today at 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email at Info at GoboLaw.com. Gobble Law, where winning is no accident.